Dunker Punks, Matt Riddle again, pastor of the Arlington Church of the Brethren, bringing you part two of our very special four-part series, The Dunker Punks Live from Annual Conference. Part two is going to feature some music folk, some music leadership at Annual Conference. Uh, Becca Miller, Kyle Remnant, Marty Keeney, all having a conversation led by Colby Patton. This is such a great episode. Can't wait to dive in together. All right. Welcome to our next live Dunker Punks podcast. My name is Colby. I am from the Wichita First Church of the Brethren, which is the Western Plains District. And I'm super excited to be here hosting the Dunker Punks podcast with our music crew. I, I don't know if that's a technical term, music team, music extraordinaires. How would you guys like to self-identify? Music folk. Music folk. <laughs> Wonderful. Folk, music folk. Yeah. Music folk. Yeah. Okay. So let's just go down the line. Um, tell us your name, what your musical talents are, how you're serving us with your skills this week, and where your home church is, as well as how you got into this position of such expertise. Mm. They're staring at me. Uh, my name is Becca Miller. I'm the pianist for conference this year. I'm from York, Pennsylvania. I go to York first. And how did I get this? Like I was nominated for this or I've been playing piano my whole life. Did, did they just like pull your name out of a hat and they're like, she's the pianist or There's, you're nominated. You're nominated. So okay. Somebody writes in a nomination for you. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, hi, I'm Kyle Remnant. I'm the music coordinator. Um, it's a fancy term for uh, do a lot of things and talk to a lot of people and get them to also do music. Um, <laughs> I am from the Bridgewater Church of the Brethren, Bridgewater, Virginia. Um, how did I get this role? So I was doing uh, music with Jacob Krause at a national youth conference last summer, mm -hmm. and I got a text from, from Rhonda Pittman-Gingrich, like, hey, come to the NYC office and let's talk about something that's not NYC. So, and then we had a conversation there and I thought about it for a little bit and thought, yeah, that'd be cool, doing music at annual conference. And I used to live in Cincinnati, so that was a, honestly a big part of why I said yes, was coming back to Cincinnati. Yeah, but, it feels cozy here oh yeah. for you. That's wonderful. And what are your musical talents? What are you, how are you serving us? Oh, so I'm um, playing guitar, leading the singing. I've done a little bit of piano. I'll, I'll bring the trombone out later this week. Yes. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm Marty Keeney, and I'm directing the choir here at, uh, at annual conference. I am a retired psychiatrist that sort of ended up through the back door doing music ministry at Stone Church in Huntingdon. I've been doing that for 15 years or so. Uh, finally came to my senses and gave up being a shrink and do the music <laughs> part all the time. Uh, and frankly, I have the easy job on this stage at this uh, conference. They have responsibility every couple of hours. Uh, I got to get a bunch of people together that love to sing and do three songs. <laughs> It'll be great. Nice. Thank you all for being here, for serving our church and providing wonderful worships for us. It's been great. So I've got a whole grab bag of questions. There's 12 questions. We have to do 
some or a few, or if you feel of called to do all 12. of them, there's 12. <laughs> there's got to be 12. So you guys can decide a number. Pick a number between 1 and 12. 12. It's 12. Oh, we're oh, here. They decide seven. or we decide? I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm not in charge of this podcast. I'm just here to, to facilitate. So whatever we feel is right. Let's Better go with the crowd and we'll number seven. We'll start with the crowd, give, give the and then we'll want. go with the panel, and then we'll just kind of flip-flop back and forth. We'll engage. Okay, wonderful. So we've been asked for seven. Number seven, what efforts does annual conference make to make sure different cultures are represented on the annual worship state, annual conference worship stage, and how do you guys as music leaders fit into that effort? So incorporating different cultures into the musical choices. Ooh, I, th- I think maybe I'll... I'll go first on this one. So uh, I think this year especially, it, it kind of helped that our logo is four different languages. Yeah. Um, and so that, as the music coordinator, I thought, oh, that's our, our window into singing in a lot of different languages throughout the week. So we're not just singing in English, Spanish, Hausa, and Creole. We're, we're going to be singing in um, Zulu and some South African traditional and um, Arabic later in the week, too, um, just because faith doesn't have just one language. So I, I think that just by this year being living God's love in all the different languages was a great way to explore uh, the kind of different languages of, of hymnody that we have. Um, so I, I think that that wasn't necessarily, uh, that doesn't apply to every year, but I think mm-hmm. that, that still we want to be singing in the languages that we especially have brethren um, members, right? So Hausa, Creole, and Spanish are, are, are often the popular ones, um, but we want to make sure that those those languages are, are represented. And, and I do my best as a uh, as a Shenandoah Valley white guy to uh, <laughs> to to pronounce things as as authentically as possible, even with my Virginia accent and all that. But uh, um, but I think that the the denomination does a really good job at, at trying to get different voices involved too. So. Mm-hmm. Do, does that also affect your musical instrument selection to try and reflect those cultures as well? Or even just yes. being thoughtful in mind of those? Can you talk more into that? Please? Yes. So, um, all right. I guess we're plugging worship tonight then. Um, all right. So so tonight we will have um, some Creole in, in worship tonight. And instead of... Um, coming up with a, a Creole song that I am not well-versed in and we couldn't pick one that fit. We are doing a drum circle in kind of an Afro-Cuban calypso kind of style awesome. that will kind of weave in some movement throughout the, uh, really, it's the movement music for the choir, but it is, it's kind of a, a way to express some of that without words, but that has something to do with the culture. That's awesome. And then we will, yeah. speaking of worship tonight, moving into the choir, yeah. uh, for tonight's worship, uh, chose uh, Order My Steps, which is a really fun song to sing for one thing, but it's also by an African-American composer, and that mm-hmm. wasn't a coincidence that that was chosen. That's, that's great. I'm super excited for worship already. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited every time, but now I'm really, really excited to see the drum circles. Drums yes. are great. Oh, I hope it's good. I, I bet it will be. <laughs> It will be. We got to put that out into the universe. It will be fabulous. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So you guys had said number 12. Yeah, it's my favorite number. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to kind of split this into two parts because the, I'm going to ask it kind of again at the end for later. What did your predecessors do to prepare you for this role? The silence is speaking volumes right now. <laughs> 
but yeah, yeah, that, I know, because again, I'm not giving you time to think about these questions. I, I but actually have a little bit there. Take uh, away, Julia Richards uh, was a very fine conductor of the choir last year, uh, which was the only other time besides this year that I've been at conference in the last 40 years. Um, so uh, I basically am doing things in like manner to how she did as far as uh, rehearsal times and the blurbs in the website and such. And uh, having watched her do it last year has made it easy. Okay. I uh, don't necessarily know how to a answer that because I wasn't at conference last year and I've talked to Scott Duffy uh, several times since then, but not about conference music. Um, but I think that uh, looking back to a couple of the conferences I've been to and seeing how um, different music coordinators have approached things has helped. Um, I played with Carol Elmore when she led a couple of them in, in Charlotte and Tampa, I think. Um, so just getting to see the, the diversity of, of music that she was selecting um, in the styles um, and, and just seeing how she's, you know, the outgoing kind of bubbly human that she is and just expressing pure joy all the yeah. time, I think... Um, just having an authenticity to everything that you do, I think, is the most important thing about worship. So I, that aside from picking songs and stuff, just making sure that that you're being true to who you are as a musician, but also that, I mean, you're knowing that the purpose isn't the music. The purpose is to praise mm -hmm. God, and, and music just is a, a way to do that. Um, and just my... Having worked with Carol, like she invites everybody into everything, mm -hmm. um, and that's that's kind of my goal for this week is inviting everybody into that, that singing and... and trying to make sure that everyone, um, you know, no matter what the musical talent is, that the pure joy of singing and, and praising God is there. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. I feel like my role is more the supportive role. So whatever choir needs for me, then that's, that's my role. Whatever worship needs for me, that's my role. Whatever that style might be, whatever that feel is, that I just want to be that supportive pillar, not distracting, not making anybody's jobs harder, just <laughs> being that support person. Mm -hmm. We are person. grateful. Yes. Absolutely. Your piece last night was beautiful, by the Thank way. You. I just sat there and I was like, wow, she's incredibly talented. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh, you all are. Don't get me wrong. Yes, snaps. <laughs> snaps. All right. Audience, pick a number between one and 12, but not seven or 12. <laughs> Four. I saw four, and then I saw, was that an eight? Numbers are hard. Okay, four, and then eight, and then we'll come back to the panel. All right. I'm, I'm not a math teacher for a reason. Okay, the question is, what message do you have for young musicians within the Church of the Brethren? Should they get involved in denominational musical leadership? And if so, how do they do that? So message for young musicians in the Church of the Brethren, and how can they get involved? I think my first thought, and I'm an elementary music teacher by trade, Bless so there, gosh, <laughs> oh, <Bless> kid. <laughs> I, I would say not to get caught up in, I'm still learning or it's still a process. Mm -hmm. Like none of us are perfect and we're not going to be perfect, but there is beauty in that too. And it can be intimidating, especially as a younger person to step out into mm -hmm. that. And like, what if I mess up? Well, what if you do? Like, mm -hmm. that's okay. Mm -hmm. And not having that trepidation that mm -hmm. that something will happen it will and that's okay mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna turn this around and i think the answer to uh the second part of that question okay is <laughs> that others need to discover and kind of um 
understand talent and like, oh, here's a young musician who might want to play and just always offering opportunities for them to play. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I I remember when I was a middle school trombonist and I wanted to play in church, but I never told anybody I wanted to play in church. Mm. Um, And it wasn't until people were like, oh, you've been playing for four years now. You're probably good enough to play Ode to Joy, right? So... um, (laughs) So it's a lot of just recognizing that that there are interested young musicians in the church um, and and just cultivating an environment where, yeah, just, all right, play play the alto line on a hymn to start, right? No offense to altos, but they're not the most exciting lines in hymns. So get okay. get a get a seventh grade trumpet player to, to play an alto line yeah. while you've got um, maybe a more advanced musician playing a, a soprano line or something mm-hmm. like that. Or a young guitarist who only knows a couple of chords. That's okay. They can play those chords and just not play a couple of the chords they don't know. Like just training wheels, I guess, in a way. But, but also just to make sure that you're supporting young musicians because they're not always going to say, hey, I want to play. So. Yeah, and can I... I know with NYC last year, you did a really great job because I witnessed you, Kyle, talking with your youth at your church. And one of your youth said, I want to do this. And you luckily were, you had an in and sure. you let him do it. And like, he was so great. Yeah. He also played the trombone, right? Correct it, me if I'm yes, wrong. Yes, he does. He's a trombone, a trombone player. Um, but yeah, so, so this was something that Jacob did really well at, at youth conference last year was... Um, youth who are interested in, in helping out with music were able to do that. Yeah. And maybe they just played or sang on one tune because there were a lot of them and there were there was a lot of things going on at youth conference. But that that style is what I enjoy about youth conferences especially. It's something I adopted uh, for junior high conference this year mm-hmm. um, where we had a trombone player, a pianist, a guitarist, and a, a cajon player just join us, you know, played, practiced with us for five minutes and then played during worship um, mm-hmm. because it, it's not about the perfection. It's about, it's about the praise and the joy and that, that comes out of it. So, okay. Yeah. I got two things to add to that. One is uh, <laughs> just letting people know that you want to do it matters. That, that's, mm-hmm. I, I've kind of wanted, thought it would be fun to direct the conference choir for decades. And I told somebody last year and word got around and here I am. <laughs> so it, it kind of works, and that would certainly work for kids, too. But the other interesting thing that, that is uh, pastors and music ministers and such folks, worship leaders and planners, going to local um, high school, junior high, and elementary yeah. school concerts is great because then you see, oh, my gosh, I can use that. It's, it's just a great way to find out the resources that are sitting in your pews that you didn't know about. Yes. Well, and that also gives you that relationship building tool of connecting the outside of Sunday time. I saw you at the concert. Yes. Yes. And you want to share that joy that you experienced. Yeah. I love that. I, I think reaching out to schools, I'm, I'm a seven through 12 educator. So I, I see that and how excited they get to show their skills and what they can do. They love that. So I love that you mentioned that. So, all right. I heard number eight was our next requested one. So what do you think are the ways that worship music can build upon the themes of the conference and minister to or challenge or comfort listeners in different ways that liturgy, scripture, sermons cannot? And so I'll repeat it one more time. What do you think are ways that worship music can build upon the themes of the conference and minister or challenge or comfort listeners in ways that scripture sermons does not quite accomplish? And I feel like we did already kind of touch on this some with the reflection of our theme and the song choice with that. But please add more because you guys are the experts, mm-hmm. not me. 
Well, the the song we did last night was was requested by the worship coordinators, um, the Living God's Love. So mm -hmm. there there was an intentional like focus on creating music directly tied to our theme. Um, but I think and on an overall sense, selecting music that that kind of had that sense of living God's love and what that looks like in, in terms of our, our peace orientation, our um, um, justice, joy, the words that, that come to mind uh, when you talk about love. So like there were there are hymns. Um, um, what's the one, Marty, that. He's doing some string chords right now. He's yeah. trying to remember based there on the fingering. There is more love somewhere. It, so no, that's tonight, though. There is more love somewhere, which also has hope, joy, and peace it. in that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know why I can't think of it. It's, we sang it every day at Junior High Conference. Joel for, Gibbles out there. For, for everyone born. born. For everyone yes. born is the one. Yeah. <laughs> justice and joy. For justice God will delight when we are creators of justice. There it is. So, like, that, that's definitely one that I wanted to include because that's, that doesn't just tie into this theme. It ties into our, our Church of the Brethren identity. Um, and so, yeah, and then kind of going back to the, the different languages and kind of incorporating a lot of that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we read the Bible in English, most of us, so it's, it's hard to, to know, you know, how different that is from the original intent. So, you know, singing in many different languages allows us to connect more, maybe more to the tune than to the lyrics sometimes, mm -hmm. but someone is connecting to those lyrics at that time. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, that's been kind of my goal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can I get a little more sciencey about it? Think about when you were Please a do. kid and you had to memorize Bible verses or you had to memorize, you know, I know we did like the books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. I remember things so much better when I have it set to music yeah. and we use that as tools, you know, like we're going to wrap our multiplication facts or we're going, we mm -hmm. use that in so many different ways. And I think because music does connect, you know, both sides of your brain and, and yeah. you synthesize that information differently, I think it just hits and it sticks because of the way that music works in our brains. And maybe somebody was talking and you're like, I heard the words, but I didn't quite get it. I think when we set it to music and it goes mm -hmm. in that way, it just sticks differently mm -hmm. and has such an impact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you gave the psychiatrist answer. I'm going to give the music <laughs> teacher answer. <laughs> wow. Switching hats. Uh, which I would say uh, is uh, like any art form, uh, you know, music and poetry and, and visual art are, are able to express things uh beyond what words are able to sometimes the uh, beauty and wonder and awe and and sadness and longing and pain uh, and mm -hmm. we can feel that in the music sometimes a lot easier than we can hear it in words yeah oh yeah <laughs> i like you feel it i love the way that you feel music you don't just hear it but you feel it deep down in your soul i love if we're doing phrase. it right right yeah. i think i think you can feel yeah. music even if you're doing it wrong oh. <laughs> it may not hit the same but you can still feel it you shouldn't yeah. If you're, if you're doing it wrong, you shouldn't feel it. This would hurt. That was encouraging to all the youngsters. <laughs> We're just keeping it real, let's be honest. Let me amend that. If you're doing it for the wrong reasons, you shouldn't be feeling it. Okay. Fair. Pick a number. Let's keep going. Three is another holy number. Three Here, is a number. All right. What does an ideal Church of the Brethren annual conference band look like? Chicago. <laughs> Next. I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> no, I, I'm a trombone player. I, yeah, I would love that earth, wind, and fire. Yeah. Um, no. 
Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to harp on this too much. It'd, it'd be nice um, to have people who, who can be here for the whole week and focus mm -hmm. on, on the music and have a, a solid five folks who can maybe are multi-instrumentalists. So you can do a bunch of different things. Um, but uh, I think the biggest challenge is trying to find who's kind of already here at conference and mm -hmm. pulling them in for a couple of services or something because everyone's so busy the week at conference. There's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. um, so the I ideal would try and you know, try and get a, a band here mm -hmm. that can be that can focus on that. So that, that would be the ideal. Can I just ask personally, was that a difficult thing to overcome this year? Uh, let me just say, I can't tell you the exact instrumentation of the rest of the services past tonight. It's a surprise. It's a surprise for all of us. Yeah, um, yeah. it's going to well, be a blessing. I, no I know what. that there are many musicians here who have indicated a willingness to help. Right. But they're delegates or they're on program and arrangements yep. or they're on, you know, a different committee that's meeting this week. Yep. And there's, there's a lot going on. And that's one of the great things in the Church of the Brethren is that we can all serve in many different ways. Yeah. Um, it's also, I think, one of the one of the things like once you start doing stuff you do all the stuff um yeah, so yeah. um it, it can become overwhelming so for me it, it's been kind of hard to to find to kind of piecemeal mm -hmm. the band for the week so like last night beck and i were on our own we hadn't practiced with anyone else yet uh tonight will be different but um and then each night after that will be different but um i think it would be great to have a, a an amount of consistency yeah. throughout the week but, yeah so, so that, that's the biggest challenge i'm yet. gonna lead into my next question because i'm gonna pick this number now how did you guys prepare for this week Individually and together. Uh, some hand wringing. Okay. Um, that was helpful, I think. Um, but uh, for for me, it was actually, as I said, I got the three songs, so it wasn't complicated. So in consultation with the worship planning folks, pick a few songs uh, and get music to folks and send out a few rehearsal tracks, and then we come together and hope for the best. So easy job, easy prep. <laughs> <laughs> How about the hard job? <laughs> We met yesterday. <laughs> yeah, Becca and I met yesterday, and we had talked on the phone what once, and what? maybe maybe texted and emailed a little bit. But we met yesterday, and we're like, all right, we're let's play music together. And then every couple minutes, we'd stop, and like there was some conversation. We're just still trying to get to know each other, yeah. um, personally and musically, um, just just to figure it all out. But I think to prepare for me, um, I also did music for junior high conference a couple weeks ago. Yeah. There are a lot of repeated tunes from that conference at this, because it ah. was work smarter, not harder. Yes. Um, so, um, yeah, for everyone born was like our kind of de facto theme song at that conference. And mm -hmm. we'll do that at one service this week. Um, and for me, um, I'll say it. I'm a procrastinator, so like um, <laughs> preparing for this week didn't really happen until last week. Um, in oh some gosh. ways, in some ways. Um, but part of that is because you know, I, again, like along with the being brethren and saying yes to too many things. I did junior high conference. I was at Brethren Woods recently. Um, I got sick after junior high conference. So like the last month of my life has been either really yeah. busy or really not well. Yeah. Plus, so. there's your day job, right? I'm not in the summer. I, oh, okay. I teach say, college. I was supposed to be at junior high conference, so now I'm feeling super guilty that. You did it, and I didn't. <laughs> Sorry. It's all good. Yeah. And how did you prepare? I I mean, I had a couple of pieces that I, you know, pre-prepared for preludes or offertories or whatever. Um, but Kyle and I had talked, and we're like, we're going to jam out the postludes and just, you know. And I think part of it, too, is 
I came in and I told both of them when we when we got to talk, I'm like, I feel like my job is to support you. So mm-hmm. whatever you need and just trying to be flexible and we're going to change the chords. We're going to change the chords. Like, that's cool. Or- yeah, we're going to change the chords. <laughs> Simplify. Um, you don't need four chords in every measure. No. Um, so, and I think the other thing from a musician standpoint is a lot of the preparation of being a musician happens over a long period of time. So, yes, yes we yes. are we are preparing these specific songs for this specific conference, but the musical training goes back to, I don't know, 1994 for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not telling you yeah. you have to answer what year did That's you start right. doing that music? That was the year I finished my shrink residency. <laughs> I started playing piano at four years old, so That's literally amazing. like a whole lifetime. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's beautifully yeah. answered. I love that. Yeah. So our final question then is kind of circling back to what I asked previously that I said I was going to finish with. How are you going to prepare next year's music coordinators for this role? Or are you? You can just let them have at it if you I want. I thought I was but. done after Saturday. <laughs> Same here. I, 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 just always being open to conversation and yeah. happy to answer the phone and answer any questions that, that are had. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell them to not procrastinate like I do. Easier said than done. It's so much easier said than done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think same. Like, I'm willing to talk if you want to. And if you want to do things your own way and blaze your own path, that's, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm certainly here to talk if, if you want to. Yeah. Yep. Here for sure. There's yeah. no question. And uh, for whoever it is, um, th- there was a big trailblaze last night. I don't know if you heard. I think it was the last chord of the prelude was not a major triad, and it was a yeah. it was a big moment for us all. Was it not? It was. Uh, <laughs> it was actually every note in the scale kind of sustained on top of each other without the last tonic being played. It was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> Did well, you resolve it in your head, though? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> we were, it was the prelude. We were just getting started. Why, we can't finish it there. Right, right. <laughs> On that note, I want to give a round of applause. We do have an audience here with us today, but I just want to thank Becca, Kyle, and Marty so much for their um, talents, their gifts that we're sharing this week. So thank you so much for being here, for giving your time to the podcast interview, and for potentially inspiring our future youth musicians to do this in the near future. So have a great rest of your annual conference, guys, and good luck tonight. And Thanks. Well, no surprise that music, the week of conference, was so fantastic given how well-spoken and inspiring those leaders were. I love the note that faith doesn't have just one language. It can have many languages. It can have liturgy, it can have preaching, scripture, even sitting around the delegate table, poetry, enjoying the sun, walking between the hotel and conference. This is all a language for faith, but sometimes language is heard through words. And I like the note that music can get under the skin. Music can be more easily felt Music touches our souls, and I know music has touched my soul, so I relate, and I live it, and I love it. It's good to know that we're not going to be perfect. Perfection is not the goal, and it's not about perfection, but it's about praise and joy. And I love the quote of one of my favorite songs, whose chorus goes, For God will delight 
when we are creators of justice. Justice and joy.